am son. And we welcome you to the Epic Father and Son Podcast of Destiny. It is May 4th, 2023. Uh, this is our very first inaugural episode of the, epi- of the uh, Epic Father-Son Podcast of Destiny. The official name is the Podcast of Destiny. But of course, I will often refer to it colloquially as the Epic Father-Son Podcast of Destiny, or perhaps the Majestic <laughs> Father-Son Podcast of Destiny, because there will be epicosity, there will be majesty. There will. Make no mistake. So... We're excited to try this out. There's been, uh, people have heard us talk, uh, and Iggy and I, my son is named Ignatius, my name is John, uh, and the vision for this is, what, tell, tell us the vision, Iggy. You want me to tell you the vision? Yeah. We just wanted to uh, talk about fun topics, because um, we do it in the car and such all the time, but we wanted to do it where people could hear us talk, because it's always better, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And, um, it's kind of all the rage now. Yeah, that's what everybody does, so we, thought we do it. Yep. Um, yeah, and we have and topics that awesome. can range from... Packers. Communism. To, yep. Uh, communism. Political theory. Uh, the Catholic Church. Prayer, spirituality. And what, some other stuff, I yeah, guess? Yeah, some other silly things, you know. No, what are the topics that we normally cover? Uh, the... Of course, Star Wars, yeah, right? Star Wars. Star Wars and the Packers, mostly. Mm-hmm. We might include some Marvel stuff in there. Mm-hmm. I would include... say Marvel would be, like, kind of movies. Yeah. But then and again... the Green Bay Packers yeah. are kind of the number one topics, I would think. Yeah. Probably. And every now and then, I might slip into a discussion about uh, the communist infiltration of our country yep. today. Uh, and then Ignatius will probably go silent during that time. Yep. But probably. we're going to see how we do. So... Today is, what is the date today, son? It's May 4th, baby. What's May the, the si- force be with you. May the what? May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you mm-hmm. and with your spirit. Oh <laughs> Boom. That's how we roll. But we, you know, we heard people hearing our voice or hearing us talk saying, you guys should totally do a podcast. And right lately we've gotten to a couple of big conversations about movies where we thought this would be a great podcast. So this is May 4th today. May the fourth be with you and with your spirit. Yes. Uh, we're going to have special guests at some point. Uh, eventually, once we get, you know, once our fan base gets over, say, like 50,000 or so, we might integrate some video or do some, you know, do some live casting. Uh, it's very exciting. We're going to see how this goes. Once again, for the third try, I'm going to try to orient us to today's conversation. Today is May 4th. What's the significance of May 4th? It's uh, Star Wars Day, once a year. So when I was growing up, I'm literally from the 70s. Bad facial hair and everything. I'm currently wearing cut-off shorts with a pack of Marlboros in my back pocket. (laughs) Uh, And I'm going to go fix my Trans Am right after the podcast. So, But when I was growing up, we didn't have... Star Wars Day. In fact, I think it was even through the prequels. I think it was over the past like five or ten years that May 4th, May the 4th be with you, became Star Wars Day. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's a very new thing in the history of life in America or in the world, in the Western world. Star Wars Day was May 25th until whatever. Really? Yeah. Why? Because uh, A New Hope came out on that day. I'm pretty sure Phantom Menace did. Wow. Uh, and Solo did as well. So yeah, Phantom Menace versus A New Hope could be an interesting 
Yeah. We could do, we could do, uh, like sort of roll the dice like this movie versus that movie. Yeah, like a tournament type uh-huh. thing. Like oh, a bracket. Yeah, bracket. <laughs> yeah, 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 that would be fun. That would be fun. We each prepare our brackets before a show. Uh huh. And then show them off. That would be fun. I would have to write that down on our future topic list. And fans, if you want to, you know, connect us through the email on the on the YouTube of this podcast, you could just email us any topic suggestions or add it to the comments mm-hmm. on on the YouTube. All of our fans commenting. Star Wars bracket. Actually, I think our next episode we're going to have to talk about the Packers draft because yeah. that was very recent. That was like last this past weekend. Uh, and there's a lot to talk about there. But today, I want to just go general on Star Wars, at least start general on Star Wars. Star Wars Day. When I was a kid, can I orient this a little bit just That's historically? Because Dad brings kind of the old guy historical perspective. That's great. People Note to self, WD-40 for the chair. Yep. It, it kind of creaks yep. a little bit. You get that. that. You get that on the podcast. Yeah, good. we're gonna get some of our crew to <laughs> work on that. Get the key grip. Fix the problem. That's what the key grip does. All the does all the dumb stuff that nobody <laughs> wants to do. Somebody, you're gonna teach me what a key grip is. Uh, but this is not. Actually, do you know what a key grip is? No, I don't need to. Carry on. Okay. Well, you can, no, you can, you can okay. keep going. Stand focused here. Yeah. Uh, Stay on when target. I was growing. <laughs> wow. It's not impossible, son. We used to pull bullseye. We used to bullseye womp rats with our T16s back home. They're not much bigger than two meters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate sand, dude. <laughs> so when I was growing up, but seriously, folks, when I was growing up, just so you guys know too, we have family just kind of walking around. We're just set up in the living room, and we're like regular people. It's we're not the famous podcasters that you probably assume. Not uh, yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so I was growing up. Uh, we a Star Wars movie came out when I was like three, and it was like, "Well, that's cool." Then Empire Strikes Back came out, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, this is literally the coolest thing ever!" And Return of the Jedi came out. Was it eighty two or eighty three? Yeah, was so good, and we freaked. But what we did is we literally became fans of the movies. We were excited and intrigued about the possibility of being delighted, surprised, taken into another universe, uh, well, another another galaxy, which, from what I understand, wasn't very close to ours. Is that right, geographically? Yeah, no, it was a, it was a ways away, quite a bit. So, a galaxy quite a bit away? Yeah, quite a bit far okay. away. Far, far yes. away. It was more than one far, oh actually. Gosh, um Oh, hang on. Hey, Scammer. <laughs> Most boring podcast ever. <laughs> we're just not even getting anywhere. <laughs> Dude, we're getting somewhere. Uh, and we were delighted by those movies. And then you had the prequels. Rest in peace. Yeah. That dare not speak their name. But somewhere between the originals and the prequels, or somewhere between the prequels and the sequels, the fan base changed from being a group of people who were excited about seeing new movies from somebody created by somebody that wasn't them to wanting to control the thing and getting literally angry when they either made a bad movie, which of course they did. And we'll talk about that. They either made a bad movie or they did something that wasn't 
like according to the source material from the from the books and what was this part of the canon and why did they do this or that character that way and people would be would express what seemed like righteous indignation that they got uh the eight-armed guy with the lightsabers wrong or whatever uh and the whole thing just became really stupid and what we've done and this is typical to just our general woke culture right now is if we don't like something we just cry really really loud and talk about ruining our childhood because they got an element wrong in one of the movies or whatever. So the question today, is Star Wars worth all the hype? Is Star Wars worth the hype? We're celebrating May 4th. May the 4th be with you and with your spirit. Is it worth all this? Is it not just a set of weird movies? That's our topic. Oh, it's definitely just a weird set of movies. Okay. I don't... <laughs> I, I, I figured that was obvious, though. If that's the question, I think I think it is, but... I don't know. This is a weird set of movies. That doesn't deserve people to be kind of dressing up, having cosplay, uh, you know, yelling I, on the internets and the YouTubes and the Facebooks or whatever the kids are using, all the Snapchats about how how mad they are at the new Star Wars movie or this and that. Like, let's just start with the end. Rise of Skywalker. First of all, what are your thoughts on Rise of Skywalker? Um, it was uh, not, yeah, it was, it was really bad. Very, like, rushed, um, uh-huh. I think. Uh, they obviously did not have a plan for the sequel trilogy, which... Resulted in a complete mess of a movie. Uh, complete mess of a movie. Complete mess of a movie. It was too long. It was no fun. And no, like first time watching it, no idea what's happening. Uh, yeah, just a huge mess. Uh, and there were some cool things about it. There were a couple of like the lightsaber fights were cool. The spaceship battle at the end was okay, um, but nothing compared to what it should have been, in my opinion, at least. Yep. Uh, We're going to dive back into yeah. Rise of Skywalker in a second. But when when you see that movie, as bad as it is, and this goes to the main question, is all of this worth the hype? The amount of seething rage. In fact, almost every Star Wars fan I've ever talked to, just piece of crap, this movie. Yep. Just absolute pile of dung. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it is. It's gross. And then, <laughs> and then I remember... <laughs> I remember driving home from that movie together. Oh, yeah. And I had family in town. They were very excited about it. We all were. They loved it. And I was ahead of time watching some of the trailers and kind of just knowing what I know kind of about Disney and just reading the tea leaves. I was... How old were you? I was... Uh, wait. I was 11. You were 11 I was at 11. the time. Okay. So I remember sort of prepping you a little bit. Like this... Do you remember that? No. This might not be as awesome as you think. I don't think. remember you prepping me. Okay. At all. I, I did it very subtly because I didn't want to break your heart, and there was a chance that it didn't suck as much as it was probably going to. Uh, but I remember we went, and, and my family who was visiting, they were just jacked. They were like, that was so awesome. Ah. Yeah. And of all the people I talked to after that, uh, I have one person who said that was the best Star Wars movie. And then a second later, but I never really liked Star Wars anyway. So it's like. The one movie that this guy likes of Star Wars is the least Star Wars of all the Star Wars movies. And I remember driving home that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 
and it was just quiet, <laughs> and it was late, and it was dark, and we were driving home after seeing it on, was it opening night? It was close to opening night. Uh, no, we waited because family was coming, and we wanted to see it together. It, so it was like a week later. It came out on the 20th. We watched it on the 23rd, Okay, I think. Yeah, because it came so it was like So it was like four days yeah, after. That's my brother like and his that. family. And do you remember the conversation on the way home? I don't. Um, it's probably similar to Ant-Man, but probably just like... Well, no, Ant-Man, by that point, you were more of a movie critic, and you were just going. Uh, okay. It was quiet, right? You were just like, what? And it was happened? just silent for a long time on the way home, and we get down, get to uh, the street, the big, long, windy street that gets close to our house, and finally you just said, they just took a big dump on Star Wars, didn't they, Dad? I was like, yeah, son, huge steamy coiler. <laughs> That was kind of the extent of that our conversation. Was, yeah. That you were shocked. It was like your was childhood surprising. was rising. <laughs> yeah, because because I actually liked the Last Jedi. It's uh-huh. it's still probably top three for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure we'll do rankings. At oh some my point. gosh, people but, hated that movie. But okay, everybody hated it. But well, I loved it too. We'll talk know. about it. But I loved it too. But I because the experience of it for me was similar to how your experience would be for like a Return of the Jedi or yeah that was your movie uh, going to Empire. the theater for the first time to see a Star Wars the second movie I ever saw in the theater yeah first one that I like a blockbuster type movie uh-huh. like and certainly Last the first Jedi. Star Wars yeah um, and I was nine and it was so big and just visually awesome yeah, Last Jedi super surprising like yeah. I had no idea what was gonna happen next yeah. And so probably one of the best experiences I've had at a theater. Uh-huh. I'd say No Way Home was the only thing that came close. Yeah. But and years later. Yeah, years later after Rise of Skywalker. Um, so going into Rise of Skywalker, I had all the Legos. I had all the stuff. We went to see Solo like opening night. Yeah, that was well. cool too. That was fun. Um, so I was like fully into Star Wars. Yeah. And then we went to see Rise of Skywalker. It kind of sucked. And then <laughs> okay. That was it. I mean, it wasn't it, but yeah. I, I, it was, I sig- cared significantly less after that about Star Wars. It broke you a little bit. A little bit. But it's probably good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And so we get to our experience of Rise of Skywalker, and we get to the end of that. Yeah. And I was just like... I, The whole time, I remember kind of... Fur- like, And I go into movies pretty optimistically, even when I think it might stink, because I'm not fun to... I have a critical faculty... But I'm not fundamentally a critic. Like, I want to just have a good time. I want to enjoy stuff. We paid money for it. Like, going to see a band play. Like, this opening band, I don't know who these guys are. I don't care, but we're, let's go early and, and hear the opening band because they might surprise me. They might be awesome. And yeah. So I go to this movie thinking it's probably going to stink. But I was surprised by how much this movie's going to stink. And I wasn't there to be a critic, and I certainly am not going to be bothered by they didn't follow the source material about what type of lightsaber. You know, At I'm that just, point, there wasn't any source material. Right. It was just... That point. But yeah. the whole time I remember, furrowed yeah. brow. Like, what? Wait, what? And all of a sudden, oh, she's doing that now? Uh, yeah. But then I get to the end of it, and we're on our home... Wait, but, oh, no, it was, it was when Finn was riding some kind of tauntaun... On the yeah. on the wing of a star destroyer, yeah. yelling "woohoo!" Yeah, as you're shooting down stormtroopers, yeah. I just laughed yeah. out loud. Yeah, Finn and the stormtrooper truck were riding the horses <laughs> on the star destroyer. Yeah, woohoo! Does that even work? I, like, know, dude, I was like, that was what I was just like. <laughs> I worked hard to suspend disbelief for like two straight hours, and yeah. they got to that, and I was just like, "Stop! No, this movie stinks." Yeah, uh, yeah. But we get to that. We get through that. We get to the end of it, Iggy. What? 
did it really destroy your childhood? And is no. it worth all the seething rage that people have about this? So when we talk about are these movies worth the hype, part of that conversation has to be, what actually is the hype? Like, how do you define the hype? I don't know. Yeah. Is it watching all the movies and kind of knowing everything that happens? Is it playing trivia games about Star Wars? Which, yeah, we've done. And we beat my best friend Robert's family. Let's go. Boom! What's okay. up? Let's go. Is it, yeah. yeah, bro. Called out. The gauntlet has been dropped for round two. <laughs> um, He's not. Nobody's listening. That's the thing. Nobody's actually listening. Um, is it worth the hype? I, I guess the world seems to think so. Yeah. I mean... Like, I was, I, I looked up, I did a little bit of research mm-hmm. just a minute before, mm-hmm. I looked up the box office numbers mm-hmm. for, like, like worldwide, for, like, yeah. the most recent, whatever, eight movies, after the original trilogy. And there are five movies here that grossed over a billion dollars, including The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> That's funny that they made that much money on that. Um, so even, okay, the movie was bad. But it it still made more than any of the prequels. Like, I, <laughs> granted, it is a later time. But Did it make more than any of the sequels or the originals too? It is that made, the highest grossing one? Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. It grossed. It was the lowest of the sequels. Okay. Uh, but it grossed higher than both Rogue One and Solo and the prequels and the originals. Hmm. So it was the lowest of the of the sequels of the okay. sequels, but, but still higher beat than all the, all the other six or whatever it is five. Okay, I'm still... No. Yeah, that makes sense. Just because more people go into movies now. Right. And, and it was the last one. Yeah. Um, so I think even if the movie itself wasn't incredible, <laughs> uh, enough people went to watch it. And obviously yeah. people went... I mean, not everybody went twice, but yeah. the numbers... Like, okay, a lot of people probably did, <laughs> according to this. Um, I don't know. I... So maybe the question know. isn't, is it worth the hype? It's more, is it worth this, the, the level of hype where you see people just going crazy and throwing themselves off of bridges because a Star Wars movie wrecked their childhood? And I don't think you need a degree in uh, uh, logic or theory of any kind to know that the degree to which some people have taken their either their extravagant joy over the movies or extreme seething rage about the movies is being disproportionate. You see what I mean? Yeah. So if the question is, is it worth this level of hype? I think it's pretty obvious. No. Right? Yeah, I, because I think, I think it's, I think it depends on how you do or take the hype. Because, because there are, the philosophy of hype is a there, topic there for the Father Son podcast are, of Destiny. There are those who, like a lot of the lot of the talk, you you could call it toxic fandom, whatever you want. Yeah, to call toxic it. fandom. Whatever I like you it. want to call it. I'm triggered, but it's so postmodern. But it, it's kind of true. Like they're uh-huh. just kind of yeah, choosing yeah. to hate yeah. on whatever, not actually just hyper critique stuff. And, right. Yeah. Like I would consider myself a huge Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. but I don't do any of that. Right. Like, even Rise of Skywalker, I disliked right. it, but even now, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'd watch mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. I don't care that much. Other than the Han Solo costume that you sometimes wear around the house. But we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> it's 
<laughs> I wouldn't want to embarrass my son on our first podcast. I don't actually. Um, For the record, he does not have a Han Solo costume that he wears around. I was just joking. I actually don't wear any costumes. Um, yeah, so I, I think it depends on how... Because I think it's worth the kind of hype that is healthy and good. Mm-hmm. Because it is actually... Some of those movies are really good, and they are really fun. Yeah. And there is a whole galaxy to kind of explore in those stories. Uh-huh. But when you go at it with that critical, like... Yeah. I hate it because it didn't do this. I hate it because yep. they went with this. It just doesn't... Like, dude, just watch a different movie. Right. Stop it. I, like, honestly, leave it alone. I'm, this is actually, in my opinion, a really important point for the world of Star Wars and for the fans of Star Wars who have all these... Deb- I mean, it is kind of fun to debate this stuff, talk about it, this and that. But there is a very different thing, and this is why I wanted to give the historical context in the beginning. There is a different thing about going to a movie, really just receiving what the movie is, letting the artist make the art, and we receive the art as fans. And it's, But it, it's not... We, we've taken it, especially in Star Wars, more than any other artistic franchise I've ever seen. The fandom, see, the fan base seems to have taken this thing to where, uh, like, they feel like it should be done by committee. Or, like, everything should be fan service. And then if they give them fan service, they're ticked that they just got fan service. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm really mad that they, they made The Force Awakens such a cover of the original trilogy. Yeah. And then they're mad that the next one does surprising yeah. things. And at what point do we as fans... I'm getting heated here, and I had a feeling this might happen, and yeah. I don't want to get upset in a, in a biblical place like this, yeah. but at what point is the problem with the hype of Star Wars and all the fanaticism, good and bad, for Star Wars uh, a product of a fan base that is trying to take control of the artistic direction of a film franchise that they have no business doing, like... Disney never called me up and asked my opinion uh, about how to make Star Wars. They didn't, you know, they didn't answer Iggy's emails. Yeah. Um, I, I think they showed up. He had some pretty good vision for yeah. the last movie, but did. apparently they were too busy. Yep. But the fact is, is we're not hired as artistic directors of the Star Wars franchise. Yep. Maybe we should have been, maybe not, but we weren't. And so we're not part of the creative process. And it's similar, again, to like the woke thing. I'm telling a story about... I write a novel, say, about a white guy who's heterosexual, married. I know, right? <laughs> what? And, and he works at the fire department, and he puts out fires. And then people would be mad if this got any, anyone could, would read one of my books. People would be furious because the main character isn't uh, a transvestite of some kind or right. a woman of color, which, guys, like... I get to write the story I want to write. Like yeah. the woke mob or the or the fan base of Star Wars yeah. operates in the same way. If we yell loud enough, they have to do what we want. And we saw some of that woke stuff break into some of the later Star Wars movies. But yeah. and we've yeah. seen it in Andor and we're seeing it sort of break through. But we're not no matter how much we yell, I grew up in a time where the shouting mob doesn't get to tell me what kind of story I'm writing as an artist. And we, as Star Wars fans, have no business trying to make them tell our story. And I think that's where I sort of stop. That and, like, dude, you got to get a job at some point. Like, you got to sell some of your dolls, yeah, move yeah. out of your parents' basement, uh, and just, dude, just get a job. Get a job. So, 
Yeah. Here is the, the last subtopic, and we're going to break into a couple of uh, other subtopics of this overall topic, okay? Unless you have some, I, if you want a direction to go I do. In. No, I just have one more comment mm-hmm. about the uh, toxic mm-hmm. fandom. Uh, I guess this is a little bit of a dark idea, but... Um, Things are about so, to get weird, so fans. It so was, it was recently, I can't remember, it was a couple of weeks ago or something, they had, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Jar Jar. In, <laughs> I think I've seen some of this. In uh, The Phantom Menace. The actor um, played a... Um, like, he did the, fan, the, he did the prequels, right? Mm-hmm. He received so much hate for him, from his character that he, like, basically fell into depression. Yeah. And because almost, every time he would open up the internet, everyone's just hating on he, him. And, he almost committed suicide. Yeah. He was very close. Yeah. Um, and so it was cool how in Mandalorian they had him be a, do a cool cameo as a Jedi and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's cool. Um, and the fans were very supportive now. Yeah. But even but even back then, you're it's surprising. Like, yeah. So it started way back then, but like the amount that it does affect yeah. people, yeah. is kind of incredible. It smells great, honey. What are we having for dinner? We have my beautiful wife Teresa cooking dinner right now. Okay, we'll be Teresa. Five minutes. It smells really good. Yeah, dude. I think she made the uh, salmon noodle stuff, which is so good. I think so. Ah, uh, so. <laughs> We can just pause it and then yeah. resume after. Let's just pause it and resume because I have a couple of side topics. We're going to take a short break. A couple of things. we got to close this thing off. We're coming close to uh, to a half hour here on our first inaugural Father-Son Podcast yes. of Destiny. Yeah. But as we're talking about... Uh, the prequels, and we were really somehow as we're as we're talking about the Star Wars saga as a whole, we unfortunately kind of is is it worth the hype? We kind of fo- focused in on the late era, the sequels, all because that's where the hype madness really started. Yeah. Uh, well, I- but while we're there, while we're there, there's just a there's one question there, and then I'm going to close with uh, kind of a question about. How good is Star Wars, really? But before we get there, what's the last one? The Rise of Skywalker. Yep. I have said this a few times, and I want to just put it out there for scrutiny. The pitch meeting that the Screen Rant guy did for The Rise of Skywalker is so good and so hilarious that it might actually be worth how bad the movie was. Now, (laughs) go. What? Uh... I mean, it's a funny video. But it really it's, is a funny it's video. It's a funny video. He said the thing? It's not. He said the thing. It doesn't have the kind of uh, rewatchability that. Well, I don't a forced dyad? It, it's funny. It's really funny. Um, so I don't really feel like they should kiss. I wasn't really feeling that. Make them kiss. Okay, so they kiss. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah, no, that movie is not very good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, but you have to admit that pitch meeting was absolutely. Ge- they were all they're all good. That guy's really funny. Yeah, but, he is hilarious. But that one, because maybe because the movie was so bad and it was so, it's just a gigantic target, and he just shredded it so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so I just wanted I to know. at least uh, 
give some props, as the kids are calling them. Uh-huh. They call them props now. See, uh, I want to do a name drop and give some props to the pitch meeting guy. Yeah. So, final question, and we're going to close this up for the day. How good is Star Wars? What percentage? We've talked about percentages a couple of times before. Okay. So I think their we... success rate might not dictate even remotely the kind of hysteria that their movies engender are we or, ta- or result in. Are we talking Star Wars period? Or are we talking like just the movies? What are we What are we talking Side about? Side question. What constitutes Star Wars? Does uh, does the fake movie about the guy before the Death Star count? And then the, does, his, does the sideshow about the side story, about the guy that we know is going to die the entire time, who does that count as a Star Wars movie? Where there's literally not even a, a lightsaber in it, except for the very end. Rogue One counts as a Star Wars movie. Mm. It just does. It is. So I think what By I'm talking about is the actual saga, like the literal Star Wars Star- movies. Okay. Not the, not the, not not the movies that they just stamp a Star Wars label onto and say, yeah. oh, it's a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Saga. The Skywalker saga. The Skywalker if it doesn't saga. literally have a Skywalker prominently in it, it's not Star Wars movie. Of course. Of course. Yeah, never mind. The sequels. Never mind. Yeah. Never but mind. it's still technically the Skywalker saga. Rey, mm-hmm. by naming herself a Skywalker, then becomes a Skywalker. Just don't. Just don't. Which creates the fact that all nine are then the Skywalker saga. Son, it is me, no longer the complete saga. It is now the Skywalker saga. To me, the pain is still too near. Dude, that was like four years ago. Mm-hmm. She um, just all of a sudden is... Like, all of a sudden there's Palpatine... All of a sudden, she's Palpatine's granddaughter. All of a sudden, boom, she's a Skywalker because she just sort of identifies as a Skywalker. How woke is that? Dude. Just don't. Just, uh. So anyway, so the real movies, like the nine movies, are real. What percentage are we looking at? What, what, which what ones of we... the prequels count as reasonably good movies? Like, which ones were successful I, as films? I, not, I... not financially, but successful okay. as movies. Like rate, like how good were they? Wise does like, is it good or bad? I know often you label things as either good or bad. I don't have like, uh, like Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb scores on. Any no, of I'm talking about you and I. Right? Oh, so I would say. So start with the prequels. First okay. one, no. I would say the first one. Second one, no. Stop. No. Wait. Third one. Hold on. <laughs> hey, hold on. Let me get my. <laughs> Uh, Just yes or no. So is, this, is this an acceptable movie at all? I believe I was. They had they had number one on at the party I was at today because mid fourth, right? And I was watching it, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Just don't, don't. It's okay. <laughs> it, it, it feels, He's giving me that look of like, oh, Dad's not gonna like this. It, it feels like more of a Rogue One type thing. In the in that original in that prequel trilogy, it just feels out of place because mm-hmm. of the ten year jump. Um, is that is that why it feels so out of place? Sorry. Well, that and like it just doesn't matter. Like it doesn't affect much. Right. In like you could have literally taken it out. Right. Um, that kid is adorable though, isn't he? But I He's believe like, now this is pod racing. Yeah, remember? But you, I believe it is a good movie. I don't believe it's that bad. Okay, so split. So I'm just making my chart. Dad was, and Iggy. I'm saying yes. Okay, number two. 
Can we agree on number two? That is two? a no. hundred <laughs> percent. I truly <laughs> and deeply oh my gosh. love you. That one is so bad. Three is a yes for me. That is like top four Star Wars movie for me. Okay. I love it. Before that. the sequels, before the last movie came out, I would, I would, I always refer to it as the least crappy of the prequels. Yeah. But I never, I'll give it a yes. Because, yeah, is, even just is, for the like, but. It is now the I best. I pledge movie. myself to your teachings. Okay, Are you, you joking me? That's more, so crappy. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a better ending to a trilogy than Rise of Skywalker is because it actually creates like. Sorry. Just Hold on, we gotta fix the blind here. I got sunlight coming right on my face. Time out here. It gets you to explain to me why, whatever it is, Rise of Vader or whatever it is. Jesus closes my blinds when I need him to. Um. Amen. Sure. Thanks. Got technical difficulties here. All right. All right, we're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Um. So number three, I, I believe it is a quite good ending to that trilogy. That trilogy is a mess. But it ain't nothing of a mess that the sequel trilogy was. <laughs> I, Which is interesting. When we get there, it's going to be interesting because if it's that much of a mess, is it? Okay. Four, five, and six. We're just going to go all yeses, right? Don't okay. don't you dare okay. go to uh, the okay. first movie, which okay. is literally one of the greatest okay. films of all time. Okay. Okay. The first one is a good movie. It is very slow, and that mm. is probably my only complaint about it. Other than that, it is basically the perfect movie. Sword, Empire Strikes Back is literally the perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't have any complaints about Empire at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. A Fantastic New Hope is, movie. A New Hope is slow, and there's a little bit of like, okay, what's mm-hmm. going on? Empire, but the origin, Empire is perfect. Yeah, the origin story in that. The first movie, like as a director and storyteller, there's a lot. It's sort of like reading Lord of the Rings. Like yeah. you, you stumbled onto a brilliant story arc, yeah. but your telling of the story is is really problematic because human beings are actually going to have to... Oh and so, yeah, even the flow of A New Hope... Dude, eventually, Miss Stacy is one of our guests and we talk about Lord of the Rings. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Anyway. Uh, I'll have to watch the last one first. Though. Uh-huh. Um, and then six. So... <laughs> yes. Obviously, yes. But similar to four... But a little bit different. I believe basically the first half of that two-hour movie Careful. is almost completely unnecessary to the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. All that you get out of that is, story-wise, like overall narrative-wise, is so they got Han back. That's basically it, and you, you do got get, you got Nike Leia, and you get Han back. That's kind of the whole point of that's that. That's kind of the whole point, and you do get to see scene. some cool Luke stuff. Yeah, but that's a little bit like. Okay. And it was so sad that you couldn't see CGI Jabba, you know? Yeah, because it was such an upgrade, you know? Yeah, and and the Jabba stuff was cool, and it was good world building. I just feel like in the third of a trilogy, to spend an hour doing a little bit like a, like that kind of stuff is just like really do that in the first one, in my opinion. 
Okay, to me, Act know. Three of that Act Three movie is perfect. Was so good that yeah. it justifies all that stuff, and the I other agree. stuff is entertaining too. Like Luke, and you get you yeah. get deeper into where the characters are, and they have to recover from the end of Episode Five. Yeah. Uh, so I'm okay with it. It took a little time to kind of build the momentum back from the end of Empire. I just feel like they could have done it. But does more. it get a yes? We're going to yes. go deeper into these at some point I in the future podcast. Stay tuned, folks. That are the beginning, the first half of Return of the Jedi should have, instead of doing the Han stuff or the Java stuff more, it should have gone. It should have been more focused on the Empire, which was the main villain of the trilogy. Yep. It should have. Focus more on that instead of random. No, nope, I get that. And smug and so just to get to our, our final score here, give me seven and eight. Seven is a yes. Yep. Eight is a yes. They're doing pretty good though. Uh, I yeah, I, I would give nine a no. I. Yeah. I don't know though. For me, it's hard though. Okay. So know. what we have here overall score is thirteen yes, five no. It's a successful franchise. The only thing I would do to probably adjust is give Rise of Skywalker, like, triple score. But even then, the yeses carry the day. I mean, the Rise of Skywalker was so bad. And I would give, uh, what is the, the, the Annie Girl Becomes Vader movie, uh, number three? Oh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. I would give that half a yes, maybe. Because it, you can't possibly give that a full yes, can you? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk further on this. Yeah. I stay tuned, devoted I, fans, uh, for future episodes. Can we just do the uh, the other two movies just for a bonus? Okay. I acknowledging them, that they don't really count, right? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. I would give them both a yes, Rogue One and Solo. I believe that in terms of uh, like box office type success uh, Solo was a complete failure and mm-hmm. we could dive into that at some point mm-hmm. but it was incredible how much they failed yep um, it only made 393 million and granted 393 million but it literally lost money okay so they it they, was the only movie they grossed that like they yeah they missed yep um With an actually pretty good movie, too, which is like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> for both of those movies, I, I don't like Rogue One for a number of reasons. I'll get to that in a second. Solo, I liked because I had already been wounded by Rogue One. And by the time we went to Solo, I was ready to not think of it necessarily as a Star Wars movie and judge it according to Star Wars criterion and how much it adds to the overalls. I just wanted to enjoy it for what it was. So when we went to the theater for that, and I've seen it a number of times since, it's an enjoyable movie to watch. I thought the guy who played uh, Han Solo really did a good job. I thought yeah. the guy, who's the guy who played uh, Lando oh. Calrissian, he oh. was so good. Oh, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I know, it's on the tip of my tongue. He was in other, he was in the Spider-Man movie too. Like, the guy's good. He's really good. What's, dude. And he's like, know. Micro Bomber or something is like his rap name. He's a rap name? It's like Kid. He's a rap name? Kid Cuddy or whatever. What? No, that's a different dude. I don't think he has a rap name. I don't know. <laughs> I am. No, he does. He's got Bambino something. I'll have to look that up. But Except I'm not going to because I don't really care that much. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I thought that movie was just a fun kind of heist movie with a double, 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 triple cross at the end. Yeah. 
Uh, but Rogue One, and this is where we're going to end. Otherwise, we'll just keep doing this. And this is part of the dynamic that led us to this podcast is once we get going. We go. We go, baby. So, dedicated fans, buckle up. Rogue One is part of the problem, even with the sequels to a degree, which is a grown and, and where it feels not like Star Wars. It has kind of a growing sense of gray area, right? Uh, where you really dive into this sort of ends justifies the means for the heroes of the story uh, in a way that, uh, not even arguing whether or not that's the right or wrong kind of moral universe to live in. You're allowed to tell a story of characters living in that moral universe. But what that does is it takes it further and further away from Star Wars, which, say what you will, one thing that's been pretty consistent until the kind of the end of the sequels here is that there is a clear demarcation for the heroes of good and evil. Like they wouldn't go and assassinate people just because it would further the cause, right? The heroes in the original and in the prequels were heroes, and they lived by a much better moral code. And so it's fine. They're allowed to do it. But I don't like it because it's not enjoyable to me. That like, And without really going deep enough to challenge that mentality, they sort of touched on it and whatever, but, but also mostly because it's so far removed from Star Wars by going in that direction. And that's different, too, than saying, oh, well, Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi, he was kind of a fallen hero, but he still knows the difference between good and evil, and he's still going to live as best as he can to follow the light rather than the dark side. Whereas you get, what's-his-face, Andor in Rogue One, who's a total mess and living in a totally morally gray area where ends justify the means, and I'm, I'm not going to roll it. I ain't rolling it's not entertaining. It's a, it's a universe that makes for bad fiction. Plus, spoiler, he dies at the end. Mm. I think this is a good time for us to close. We kind of had a little dad rant at the end. I'm uh, waiting for the moment where we get a full-blown Iggy rant. They I'm, giving, I'm giving Rogue One a yes because, in my opinion... That did not bother me nearly as much as it bothered you. And I think... Part of it was, it was the one of the first times in Star Wars, similar to Last Jedi, where they were exploring other ideas. Now, in your opinion, they shouldn't have. Um, I believe. I that, didn't say it quite like that. I believe. I believe that the Rogue One. Yeah. Um, ro- technically called Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Same with Solo, a Star Wars story. Both of them were great stories in of themselves. They were very different. Han Solo, or Solo, was a, you know, he's the guy running around killing people and going back and forth, and you never really know what's going to happen. Smuggler. Um, And then Rogue One was a war story where they got the plans for the Death Star, and Mm -hmm. they're dealing with all this stuff in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a really good movie. It wasn't funny, but that didn't bother me. It didn't have to be. Yep. And they did similar humor like they did with C-3PO and A New Hope with K-2SO. Yep. Um, That's... Sorry, I'll let you finish. But I think both of them are great stories in of themselves without actually... And they add to Star Wars without changing Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They don't mess up anything. Yep. If anything, they just add more to the legend. 
So maybe to close, this is why you said it earlier about Rise of Skywalker. Earlier on, before we even took our little break, like, oh, it was just no fun. And that's probably my big demarcation point. Star Wars. I guess the prequels weren't that much fun. But it was fun because we were so excited. We were talking about my Dude, historical experience as a, as a young man. I was like 19 or 20 yeah. or 22 going to see the prequels when they first came out and all the excitement around that and just how it ripped our guts out as Star Wars fans. If you're not cringing, the prequels are fun. Right. Or if you're kind of willing to just kind of laugh at them. Phantom Menace is a fun movie to watch. Yep. If you're in it. If you're like, eh, who cares? It's fun. But that's the thing. Is when you get to Rise of Skywalker and you get to Rogue One. And really, in a lot of ways, Andor, which is a separate podcast. Because that was a cool show, dude. And we have to break that down. But uh, Rogue One, like Rise of Skywalker, was no fun at all. It was so heavy. And so, like, every character was heavy. And they're just, uh, they had a robot trying to carry all the comic relief. and, And in my opinion, doing it pretty badly. It just wasn't that funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was very like jar a, jar. It was a yeah, better it was kinda, jar yeah, jar. It was a better jar jar, but it was in the jar yeah. jar camp of like, really, you, you thought somebody would think that was funny. Uh, anyway. He had a couple of giggles and that was about it. So, I think, son, just to wrap this up, I, you know, first podcast, uh, I don't know if anyone's going to listen or anyone's going to care, but I was engaged. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, so, loyal fans of the podcast of Destiny. We got to name our loyal fans at some point. Not some right point now. We but do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sir, the, we thank you for listening, and this is just the beginning. So I am father. Um, wait, hold up. Yes. We gotta we gotta finalize this. We gotta answer the question: Is Star Wars worth the hype? I believe it is. I believe it's a yes. If we define the hype not as the insanity, yes, but like if, just. So I'm going to say no. It's not worth the hype, but it's worth being a fan, and it's really yes. entertaining stuff, and it's fun to even talk about it. It's, yes. Yeah, get a bowl of popcorn. Cause tonight it's May fourth. After we're done with this, we're gonna finish doing up the dishes from dinner, watch and we're gonna watch movie. a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So, uh, I love Star Wars, and it's worth being a huge fan. But I'm gonna say no. It's not actually worth the hype as we've seen it. I think it's insane. Yeah, and defining the hype is important too. If we're talking, yeah, yeah, we've got we've done this. We've done this. Yes, I I think it's worth people getting excited about. Mm-hmm. It's not worth people getting as excited as some of them do, mm-hmm. and as. Power. Yeah, no, the insanity. It's not. It's nothing is worth that except no. for actual things that maybe literally matter in people's actual lives. Yeah, it's fiction, guys. It's supposed to be fun. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So we answer the question. We're done. We are done. So to close out, I am father, and I am son, and this has been the epic podcast of, of Destiny. Destiny. Peace. Peace out, y'all.